Whitelist.io Kia ora koutou, ko Courtney Toku Ingoa. And hello everyone, my name is Courtney. I am a mindset, mindfulness and self-development coach from Ototahi Christchurch in New Zealand, if you can't tell from the extremely strong accent. Sometimes I'll go into an Australian accent because some of my family live there and a lot of the people I work with, coaches and mentors, also from Australia. So just going to preempt, that is why sometimes there is a bit of a twang from from business as usual. This podcast going into season three, which is very exciting. And I'm intuitively leading this podcast to just follow the season that I'm in, which is really cool to bring you guys along. If you have been here since the very start of season one, end of 2022, you will know that there has just been so much exciting stuff for the podcast. And season three is bringing a new intentionality around bringing back those teaching elements, mixing them in with what season two was, which was all about normalizing spits of conversations and having conscious and vulnerable connections. I am so excited to bring you the blend and just bring you guys along for the ride as what this podcast is constantly evolving into. It's just, just the most magical journey and I'm so grateful for you here, for your energy and let's get into it. Open your mind, stay grounded, stay connected to what is for you, what isn't, what's resonating, and maybe what is something for you to put in your toolbox for later on in life. Let's get into it. Hello, my lovely humans. Hope you had a beautiful week and you are heading into another beautiful week. So great, so great, great and glad and grateful to have you here. And thanks for plugging into another episode of On The Fucking Vibe. It is, it is such a joy, such a joy. Coming into you with a very extremely quick life update because I am currently away and it's actually very late on Sunday evening and I'm going to be camping for the next couple of days. So that is the vibe. Very, very excited. But here in, in Queenstown, I've been here for the weekend, just spent the weekend hanging out with beautiful close friends filling up my cup my family and yeah doing a lot of let's just say soul searching and <laughs> as we go into this next week of fully being out of work like this week has been huge I quit my job like had one day at home I've been in Queensland it's been amazing but it's been a very you know just a lot has been going on it's been incredible and yeah this next week is like well, Monday, Tuesday, we're camping, but from about Wednesday, it is go time for really, really getting so tunnel visioned on, I'm already tunnel visioned, but this tunnel vision meeting the the work and that is going to be the season I'm heading into and it's very, very exciting. It's very exciting in business and, and, and picking up work and all of the things, very, yeah, it's the, it's really going into the unknown which is epic but that is my very quick life update oh my gosh just go out for a hike literally just spend a day by a lake in the mountains (laughs) that is what's on the fucking vibe for me this week like actually just 
grounding is always the thing that I come back to. It's always the thing that when I pull my cards, I get solitude and I get out Mother Nature. Like I always get those two cards together. It's wild, but it also always happens. So it's just normal, but always coming back to that is so important. And yeah, the quickest life update I've ever done. Let's get into the episode. This is such a cool episode that I recorded with this beautiful woman and I cannot wait for you to hear and listen. She is such an incredible person. Absolutely blessed to have her as a guest on the episode and share her wisdom, her knowledge and her next chapter with me and with you all. So with that, enjoy. Take so many nuggets out of this. It's a really, really cool episode that has so many lessons that you can pull out as always, but really, yeah, really wanting to normalize how expensive these conversations can be and are when you let them be and she is such evidence of that it's such a oh just honestly she is so young and I'm so excited to have her on so with that here's the episode and have a beautiful fucking week I will tune in and talk to you next week bye-bye hello everyone and welcome back to the on the fucking vibe podcast and today you'll already know from the title but today is another guest episode and I am so excited to have our guest today and all the way from currently Coffs Harbour and I'll get her to jump on introduce herself and then I'm going to ask her our opening icebreaker question. Amy jump in and introduce yourself. Hello everybody my name is Amy um I'm an aspiring slash upcoming mindset coach and currently a bunny breeder. <laughs> so all the good things. Um, yeah, I'm very excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you on. And I've never, ever had someone introduce themselves as a bunny breeder before. But got to plug, got to plug it. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> My mind is just like I ne- I'm like writing it in because I just yeah. <laughs> yeah, anything like, what did you just say no just like anything cute and fluffy I'm just like on a tangent it's like my whole like no, for you page yeah. is just yeah it, it's like boss bitch energy and then just like cute fluffy things it's very it's very fun. I call them rock melons with fluffy ears oh, like, the little buns oh my god so squishy <laughs> yeah all right I think I feel like we're just gonna have to like have a different conversation and just like rave about those but. <laughs> for you what is on the fucking vibe for you this week oh definitely um I finished a like a personal development course with the Riley May amazing um so that one was aligned baddie and it's just all the things been landing so that's that's on the vibe right now is digesting processing figuring all the things out and it's like oh I like it I, I feel like I've been Welcome to the world again. <laughs> yeah. We're it literally different. is just like, yeah, just with different eyes. Yeah. Mm. She is amazing. And like all of the, those concepts and, and things she's talked to in Aligned Betty, it's just, yeah, it really is coming home to yourself in a very different way. And that process of stripping back what doesn't align and aligning to who you truly are and, mm. and what you truly want to do. And I feel like, yeah, it's just, it just looks amazing and she's she's such an incredible person as well so that is very exciting but it's definitely the the course like any course finishes and then you go okay now I have to like sit with and and digest and process and then 
make sure I've actually fucking moved from that point. Yeah, it's like yeah. you have all this responsibility and this knowledge and all of this stuff that you're like, wow, like you feel cleansed from what you were before and then you're like, mm-hmm. all right, let's now put it into action. Like we know yeah. the thing, now we're doing the thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I love. Yeah, I love it. And it's just so important. I I was doing a um, like a self-development there was a, we had a I went to a conference in the last couple of days and there was a mental skills coach for like a high performance like sport sport organization in New Zealand and he was kind of going through like the life wheel but in a different way that I had heard it spoken about before and one of the areas in which I was so I went through like like learning um something you love your work-life balance, all that kind of jazz. Mm. And one of the things that I noticed was like, keep learning. And I feel like there's one thing to make space to learn and there's another to make space to actually intentionally and consciously implement those things that you have learned into your Mm. actual life. Um, And I feel like even in the last few weeks, I've been very much like a daily journaler for the last like two and a half years. And in the last, yeah, two, three weeks, I've been only doing it very intentionally because I'm like I need to get I I need to get out of my journal and get just literally into my life like use that space to just do the things that yeah. I said I'm gonna do and it's been really interesting to observe that process just because it was very like a I wake up I meditate I journal and it's like oh okay we'll wake up I meditate where does my mind automatically want to go next yeah if there's that space there which is really yeah. cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Right. It's like you put, sometimes you get stuck in a routine that doesn't necessarily serve you, but it's like you do it because it's like, oh, we get told to wake up. We get told to meditate. We get told uh-huh. to journal. We get told to do this and this. And like those things are great and they're such a good thing to get into, but then it's differentiating where it's like, yeah, what do I actually need to do that's going to serve what I want mm-hmm. right now? in this moment like it might be to journal yeah and that's perfect but it also mm-hmm. might be to do something else <laughs> literally and I feel like <laughs> um very early on in my I've been doing self-development for a while but there was definitely a point like three years ago where I needed to lean, like I needed to lean back into these practices and start mm. of more of that like self-discovery and I was such a stickler for like the wake up at five, meditate, journal, do a practice, do this, blah, 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 go to the gym. And it was all very structured. And I feel yeah. like there's definitely a season in your life, especially if you're quote unquote just starting, like, you know, no one's ever like just starting, like they've all had life experience and lessons and it's just building the tools to see that mm. you've been learning the whole time. But I did that for like nine months. It was just this very strict process. And then I did get to this point. I was like, oh, actually like, some of these practices, the way in which I'm journaling, the way in which I'm meditating, like doing things at this certain time is actually, yeah, not serving me anymore. I'm like, you don't want to get to the point where you start to resent the incredible tools and things yeah. that make you feel so good about yourself. And even to that, like you get told to wake up early. Recently, I came into this awareness of, oh, I actually don't want to wake up at 5 a.m. Mm. Like, there was a concept of myself that was like, oh, if you don't wake up 5 a.m., then like, you know, you're not leading the charge. You're not um, being a good role model for people. And all this like random shit. But really it was that my partner gets home later from work in the gym 
And then if I go to bed at nine o'clock, I've only got like half an hour, pretty much like eat dinner, talk with him, and then I'll be going to bed. And I had to think, okay, what's more important for me? Is it spending quality time with my partner at night and then waking up at 6am or 6.30 and just pushing out my day a little bit later to meet kind of like meet in the middle with his schedule or preserving the concept of self of waking up at 5am and just being really, really exhausted at the end of the week because I've been waking up and going to bed later. So yeah, that was a cool awareness for me, but just something so simple as like waking up at 5 or 6am mm. served me so, so well, like yeah like this entire year I've been like a 5am'er but then it yeah. got to the po- it got to a point I was like this doesn't meet my overall needs as a human being and connection and myself with relationships and yeah never wanting to resent anything in life yeah mm. yeah definitely and it's like we will bend ourselves backwards to protect those concepts of self so oh, like yeah. <laughs> when someone can actually like see it be like wow you know what this isn't serving me anymore I'm like yes yeah <laughs> yeah I'm like yes like literally I love someone that can see it and then act on it like I'm just mm. like oh my gosh you're my person please yeah <laughs> yeah well I, I feel like that's a it's, it's really coming into recently like in my teaching and, and coaching as well it's it's one thing to know something it's another thing to to have the courageous act to to actually do it and mm. it's such a it's a beautiful thing to to talk with someone whether it's a, a friend or a client or or anyone and you see the the penny drop in their head and then they bring awareness to something that's so that's so big for them and it's going to change so much in their life and then being able to guide them like bridge the gap between awareness and actually making the change in their life because uh, yeah I feel like it was definitely the more growth we experience is not so much in the awareness. Awareness is so important. But again, we get to a point where, okay, cool. I'm very self-aware, but my life, my actual physical reality is not matching the internal reality of my awareness. And mm. that's when the more of those external processes start, which is action, choices, decisions, things that are actually moving the needle in your life. That's where you're going to see change yeah Mm. like everyone can be mirrored something and see something but then the difference between people is what you choose to do with the information once you have it Mm. and a lot of people choose to stay because it's safe yeah like be brave jump (laughs) be brave do Do the fucking thing (laughs) literally (laughs) literally oh literally um I recently quit my job like six weeks ago and I finished up on Tuesday and it was so funny and I, I felt I felt really privileged to to have built this level of vulnerability and safety to be actually able to communicate this and, and, and give people the permission that like this this story and those people say like, oh you, you quit your job and I've got nothing currently to go through there's some things in the works but nothing's landed yet <laughs> and People like, oh, you're so brave. And I'm like, okay, yes, thank you so much. I am so brave. And that was built. But also when I brought the awareness to it on like the Friday and there were so many, uni- I'm going to record a whole podcast episode on it after mm. we after we speak, but there's so many universal signs. I had like multiple synchronicity, like conversations on the Friday. I cried all weekend and then I quit on the Monday. Yeah. 
And sometimes what looks as brave action actually looks like sitting in the discomfort, letting ourselves feel the unsafety and to see, okay, what's going to cost me more of, of my my safety? What's going to cost me more? Is it the safety I'm going to not feel when I do this action or staying where I am and not changing anything? And the safety can be built. It's not built in anything external of me. Like a, a year ago, if I'd made this decision and I'm sitting here on the Saturday and I finish on Tuesday and I have no, you know, quote unquote, there's a knowing of what I'm going to go into and it's fine. But a year ago, I would have been absolutely freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And it's just like one of those like simple moments where you go, fuck, I've grown so much. But it's built. It's been intentional. And mm. yeah, there's that intuitive knowing that you need to cultivate and grow, but that's built by making other choices and having other levels of unsafety and crying about those, but then doing them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep pushing the edges. Mm. Like it doesn't matter how small, how like how small they are, but they're all going to like compound into that one big thing where you're like, yeah, I'm quitting my job. And does it feel kind of scary? Yeah. But am I going to fuck do it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be incredible. And there's just so much evidence. Like once I quit, there was so much evidence to suggest of things that were coming in. And I had a conversation about something that is, is going to land next week. Um, but in that conversation, there was something around if I hadn't made that decision to quit, if I hadn't put myself out there, the opportunity would not have presented itself. Mm. And I was like, oh, I see it now. That's why literally the universe was like screaming at me. But <laughs> I'll go into that in depth next, in the next one. But honestly... Sometimes when you have that gut feeling and you don't move and then you get the evidence that, oh, I should have just followed my gut. I should have just trusted myself. And I find those really cool moments as well when you don't follow intuition and you don't do it and you watch what happens and you get stuck in something for months and months. And it's just like, okay, cool. Yeah, this is all just data collection as to when I do trust myself, I get this. When I don't, I get this. Mm. What actually makes me feel better? And what actually allows me to grow and evolve and, and leads me closer to the life that I desire. Yeah, definitely. It's big. And it's just like, uh, sometimes it's, for me, it's doing, like, it feels like you're doing the hard thing, but it's actually the easy thing in the long run. Like mm -hmm. making a tougher decision or doing something that might be a little bit uncomfortable or changing something, no matter, like, doesn't really matter how big or small it is. It can feel really hard. But then what's actually harder is if you know, like if you, when you don't do it and then you're having to put up with so many of these things that just keep coming up when you're like, damn it. Like, I wish I just mm. chose the hard thing in the first place. Mm -hmm. And then we could be reaping the rewards in a sense, just like having it, <laughs> just being like, yes, yeah, I can do that. I can do hard things and let's just keep that, keep that snowball rolling. It's getting bigger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, well, I used to run um, like an at-home women's PT business and the tagline for that was you deserve to do hard things. And mm. it sounds like kind of like I wanted it to sound kind of weird to people and then for them to then prompt to ask questions. But it truly is the that backing like you deserve to do hard things that you deserve to be the person who's so solid in themselves that they actually 
know that they deserve and that they can and that they will land on the other side of doing those hard things. Yes, they can support themselves and, you know, come and get coaching to be able to do those. But at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, you deserve everything you want in your entire life. And some of those big things are actually going to be the hardest things you ever work for. But at the end of the day, like you get to reap the rewards of building that level of safety inside and then Mm. doing the thing. Yeah, definitely. And it beats saying small every time. Mm. No matter how tricky it is in the moment. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Yeah, I I feel like every every so often there's this, um, it'll be like a course or a podcast or something and it'll just, it'll just drop in. It's like, where are you playing small? And I'm like, uh, uh, every time, every time yep. I'm like, oh, <laughs> playing small. And, and it's cool because every time that thing comes up, I feel like it's a, it's very much a, a cool experience to go, okay, cool. The last time that this came up and I was playing small, I like was terrified to launch a podcast this time when I'm playing small it's like oh I'm you know wanting to broaden my guests and and get more people on that I've literally never met and and that felt really big like six months ago yeah and now it's looking again okay podcast wise where am I still playing small on that and that looks at I'm currently looking at okay where am I not marketing it actually as much as I possibly could because I know how powerful it is but still playing small and and the power of of something that you know in an oversaturated industry so it's been mm. cool to see the evolution of playing small and something that I've been doing for 10 months yeah yeah and they just grow as you like as you keep bypassing all of those things like they just keep going it's like well I was playing small here but now I'm actually playing small here and it's actually a lot bigger than playing small there but it's really cool because I'm going to move through this and then that's probably going to be something else <laughs> It's always something else. Yeah. There's always something else. And I think that's a really cool point as well. Yes, there is always something else. There's always going to be something else to see for the rest of your fucking life. Like truly, like if if you're not learning and growing, evolving, then you're like, what are you doing? But we can get on a sort of, I would say like the the self-development hamster wheel and like we're having such a good time. We're seeing all the stuff. We're, you know, living the best life and meeting all these incredibly aligned people. Our life is all shifting Mm. and it is so important sometimes to take ourselves off the hamster wheel and to be able to look back at the hamster wheel and go, oh, wow, I need to acknowledge that and I need to give myself space to acknowledge the person I am, what I've been through, the people I've met, how my life has actually shifted and make time for presence in the current moment and in reality. Because it's so easy to get yeah. just like swept up in there and up and first put my hand up and say that was me. Like I was having a great time, but it's so important to step back and just smell the roses and just go a- a- acknowledge how far you've truly come and small and big things as well. And just go, oh, life as it is right now is amazing and I've shifted so much and that's really fucking cool. And I get to jump back on whenever I like, but I have the choice to be able to sit to sit back and, and acknowledge. It's so mm. it's just as important as doing the growing and evolving. And it took me a very long time to learn that lesson. Yeah, definitely. It's also just like the piece of when you're on the hamster wheel, sometimes I feel like people can get caught up in like just living for the future and living for that. Well, when this happens, this is gonna happen, and this is gonna happen, and this mm. is gonna happen. It's like 
also just like you said like be in that present moment and be like just enjoy what you've created in that point in time you enjoy yourself mm. at that point in time and work towards the future but in that present time not in that like out of body you're ahead of you already mm. like just enjoy like your journey and what's going on yeah yeah that's like, even even this year there's been many like versions of myself and it's like I, now now that I have this awareness it really is coming back to I'm never going to be this exact version of myself ever again mm. like there's always going to be a, a di- if I'm committed to growing and evolving and I'm doing all these things it's always going to be a different version of myself and in a year's time I'm going to look at back at the version I am now and go did I enjoy it was I present was I allowing myself to see what I needed to see from where I'm at or was I wanting to grow so fast and I wasn't even enjoying the process and it's really cool to look back and every success is inevitable everything that you desire is going to come into your life if you work towards it and yeah sometimes there can just be such a rush again me I'm very impatient a rush to to get somewhere or to be a, a certain way or have a certain way of being and we don't actually get to enjoy the, the person that we are right now and move, but the person that we are right now. And because sometimes the naivety and everything is is really powerful, you're never going to learn to see your first blind spot. Mm. Like you can only do that once. You're never going to be able to have that first incredibly deep and vulnerable conversation that you're just like, wow, like I didn't realize that I could go that deep and I could have that level of trust with another human being. All of these very, you know, quote unquote small things, but there's a lot of firsts. Yeah. And it is really about, yeah, you're never going to have like those firsts again and they're going to be, you know, different, but they're not going to be bigger at first. They're just going to be different. Yeah. And just like sit in it and enjoy it and just like be with it at that point in time. Mm. Like there's so much to just sit with, I guess. Like it doesn't have to be a race to the finish line. Like there is no finish line. The world is your finish line. Like you can't. Yeah. If you think you're just going to cross over a line and then you're there, you've done it. It's like, well, you're going to stop growing Mm. because you're always going to keep growing and evolving and as soon as you decide that no I'm done then it's all just going to shift back yeah then then you'll be in the exact same position that you were before Mm. because the whole how I see like growth and evolution it's not so much to know things or to be a certain way and yes while that's so important it's also learning to be forever learning to forever be the student Mm. there's a quote and I'm going to butcher it but there's a quote that says, like, the man who is the expert has nothing really left to learn. There's no space in their in their mind. But the man who says they know nothing has all the space to attract all the opportunities to learn and grow and evolve. And yeah. it's so interesting, that quote, I'm thinking, if you feel like you're the, the expert in life and mindset and self-development and whatever that you're doing, there's no room to grow there's no opportunities if you feel like you're the smartest person in the room you're in the wrong room but you get to be the smartest person expert in one area 
but it doesn't mean that you don't get to be the student and open yourself up to other areas in life where you're actually not the expert, but <laughs> you have so much to learn. And how is that just most incredible thing to be? Like I was in a room in the last couple of days and a lot of the people at this conference are in the sport and recreation sector. And a lot of them are very into sport and team sport and facilities and bringing people together in more of a sporting aspect. I know fucking nothing about all of that. But I was like, oh, like, what do you do? Because I, I work more in that play restoration kind of like parks, like parks open planning space. And I was like, this is so cool. Like, I, I love being here because I know absolutely nothing about mostly what you guys are all the expert in. Mm. Yeah. This is a how cool when is you, that? Oh, yeah. No, definitely. It's like I love learning personally, just as like a personal sort of a thing. And I don't think that you can ever stop learning. I don't think you have ever learned too much. Like I think it's just something that you keep going on. But I I, I think when people block themselves out to learn, like, well, I know this, so I'm not going to listen. I'm going to tune out and I'm just going to, yeah, okay, you can tell me X, Y, Z, but I already know it. Like you miss so much, like you miss so much and you miss the opportunity to grow and you get so stuck in whether it's a concept of self you're trying to preserve of like, well, I'm the best and no one can tell me differently and I'm just here. Like just, just learn, like just drop into yourself, just fucking learn. Like it's not, it's not hard. (laughs) Just switch your mind on and just (laughs) absorb what is going on around you. Like it doesn't even have, like you don't even have to be sitting in a seminar room or a conference room or anything Mm. like that or on a Zoom. Like just watch other people around you and watch how they act. Like it's amazing the things that you can actually pick up and just learn from observing different people or observing people in your family. Yeah, I love that. I'm so sorry I've kept coughing. No, it's okay. I woke up with a little cough and I was like, honey, bitch, where you come from? But um, that is such a beautiful point. Like, so especially if you're starting into this area or you are a coach yourself, we can get so um, narrow-minded about where we can actually learn things. And it, some conversa- some conversations the last couple of weeks about learning not only from your quote-unquote own industry or from coaches and mentors and like where are the rest of your mentors where are the teachers of of your life that aren't Mm. you know that don't work in the sector like where where are they and yeah our family and before I quote-unquote had a mentor or had a coach I had my nana I had my grandma my mum my dad my everyone that surrounds me and some of their their lives and the work that they've done and the communities that they've worked in, it's all the same. Like I talked to my Nana, she's like in 70, what, 84? And she's like a tea and scone lady. She's like, you know, cute rural farming community, like very much tea and scone Nana. And I talked to her about some of these concepts and she's like, yeah. And she gets everything. Mm. It's just a different language. She hasn't done a like an eight-week like concept of self-course. She just has lived life. She's just had mm. uncomfortable and unfortunate, you know, shit happens in life. And she's just mm. learned to navigate it and learned life was her teacher. And literally just the synchronicities and the people in her life were her teachers. 
it, it just depends on how you want to learn. Some people love to, mm. I love learning <laughs> and, and you would as well. I love learning the juice because I want to time collapse my journey because I want to do things yeah. faster. But I could literally cancel everything today. I could like not work with another coach and mentor for the rest of my life. And I would still grow and learn and evolve because I'm committed to doing it. And there's a part of like, sometimes we can feel like we outsource if we're not learning or if we're not in a course or not, um, don't have a coach or a mastermind that I've just, I've just tapped out from learning. I've outsourced my power to learn by being tapped into someone else's energy. Yeah. And so I think it's so cool what you said. It's like the people in our life and in life itself is our greatest teacher and sometimes mm. we just, we're, we're human beings. We've just, we, we just pretend we're these little, little people just like walking around. It's like, no, life is going to happen. It's going to show you what you need to learn at every single step. Mm-hmm. It happens for you. Yeah. It always happens for you. It's and like, you don't what, learn what, what's it, the it happens learning? again. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it's and you don't like, do it and it happens again. Plus. It's like, how many times do I need to slap this in your face for you to be like, hang on, let's learn. Yeah. Let's the same thing. Yeah. yeah it's like like even when you talk about just having like your own mindset business or something it's like you decided for that like for yourself that it was possible so it's like mm. well where did you first see someone having a business like like mm. you learn bits and pieces from different people in your life and you take it and run with it like my parents are NLP practitioners I learned oh, wow. how to do an Instagram thing from my rabbits like it's <laughs> It just all like comes together and then you go, actually, I can blend that and that and do this. And I'm actually mm. really passionate about that. Like, and then you hear, like, I hear some of my friends when they'll talk to me, like when I was in school and it was like, oh, like my mom did this. Yada, yada, or, or, I'm feeling upset because of this and in my head. I'm like, that's actually, I want to do this. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's amazing how the different things sort of just, compound and they come together and then you have this knowledge but if you shut yourself Mm. off to learning from things that you didn't think that you could learn from Mm -hmm. well you wouldn't have landed in that anyway yeah like you can't just learn from a PE teacher like yeah or you can't just learn from an English teacher like you can learn from literally anybody so good so good and my both of my so cool that both your parents are NLP practitioners I'm like that is wild it's Love quite it. cool. That is cool. And both of my parents started their own businesses. They divorced when I was about nine, and then they both started their businesses when I was around mm. like 11 or 12. My mum literally runs an earwax microsuction business. It's so that fucking niche. so interesting. It is so out-the-gate niche. Great, <laughs> great times. Very successful now, but that was, what, 15 years ago. My dad runs a plastics and adjuvants and fertilizer sales company. Also very successful in his own right, but very, very different um, industries, but both business. Mm. And I think it's been really cool for me to observe. And this was kind of like the the big limitation about me wanting freedom, but also having huge fear around business and seeing as a child how actually fucking hard business is and Mm. my body not wanting that, my mind not wanting that because it didn't feel safe to do so. And that took time to to rewire but yeah like looking at both of their journeys there's things that both of them do where I go that's fucking cool from a completely different industry to mindset coaching 
And there's some things that they do where I'm like, that's absolutely not what I want to do and how I want to run my business and how I want to live my life. So how can I find the solution to do the opposite? Sometimes it's not just the things that we learn. And like I could say something to you and you're like, actually, no, I don't agree with that. But then it confirms yeah. for you that you have a different opinion and you get to learn what that is. Mm. It's not often we close ourselves off from disagreeing with someone. Say, for instance, someone's like, Someone said to me when I was studying my like ecology and conservation degree at uni, they're like, oh, I don't believe in climate change. And I was like, okay, in this moment, this is like, I think I was like 20 or 21. This is before a lot of this work. I'm 27 now, I feel very old. But in that moment, I could have either said, oh, like you're wrong, like, you know, like put him down and one, that wouldn't have done fucking anything. But two, it didn't give me the opportunity to actually stand on my own two feet and tell my side of the story from a grounded place to actually confirm Mm. okay if someone's saying the opposite of what I think and believe how can I just you know take some responsibility clean my own side of the street and become even more informed even more um, educated in climate change and what that actually means and and give people the facts and that's going to be such a so much of a better interaction for myself and when I leave, you know, five days later, I could either have that, oh, I just spoke from my heart and from what I what I knew and I didn't, you know, put another human being down for what they, what was their truth because it's two truths exist mm. at the same time, it's, even though there is fact, but for them that fact is not truth. It yeah. T- like I always find it's like, okay, in five days' time, do I want to be the person that goes, I learned something or do I want to be the person Oh, I actually feel really shitty because I just completely like dismiss someone's truth. That doesn't yeah. make me feel good. I'm not going to do that again. Mm. And in one respect, like everything is true, isn't it? Like mm. you can't go and tell someone who's been doing a thing for 20 years is like, oh, that, that's actually really wrong. Like watch them just explode <laughs> like in your face. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, like, like to an extent, it's like, it's all truth. And although there is like the fact and we can prove that scientifically, it's like, you're still not going to change someone's mind if they truly believe that at their core. And so like, I think it was really powerful. What you said is like, just sit in yourself and like, you can speak your truth with not putting somebody down. Like there's allowed to be mm. multiple opinions, but you don't need to drop into something else where it's like, I'm right, you're wrong. It's like, mm. there's room for all. There's room for all of it. Yeah, yeah. There is room. There is room for all of it, and it's so important. Like, the only yeah, the only person who's gonna learn anything is yourself. The only person mm. who's gonna you know sit and choose the energy that you want to bring into someone else's life is is yourself. And it like even from the interaction, it was like okay, if I if I have any situation, say for instance right now you say to me, okay, Courtney, what are your biggest dreams and desires? And I reply to you, if there is something <laughs> in my body or in my mind or the way in which I'm speaking, if there is any sort of resistance that comes up, then I know there's something to look at there. You could say, oh, that's wrong. Or you could say, well, that's never going to happen. And if my body starts to have a response, 
there's actually truth to what I believe is true for me. Mm. And then if I'm like, and then I get defensive because I'm like, oh, no. that's when people start to get defensive because they feel like their own truth has been, you know, dismissed or has been mm. put down. But if you asked me the same question and I responded, these are my dreams and desires. And you said, oh, that that's wrong. Like that can never happen. There's a very different response to me being so grounded and actually anchored in my truth. There's no response. There's no mm. trigger. There's just the truth that I've over many times noticed that response, done the work around it, built more safety in, in my dreams and desires and in my truth. And then when someone asks me that question and there's an objective, like an ob- objection to like what I think is my truth, there's no defense because it just simply is. Because sometimes mm. there is truth to when someone says something and we go, oh, I feel really defensive. But there's there will still be a part of you that doesn't truly believe that it is possible. Yeah. That's cool to see. No, absolutely. It's like you will protect you will protect your truth harder when you don't actually feel it's true for yourself, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah. And when, but when you have that like complete just this is me, I am what I say I am, like I firmly believe that this is what I am doing and who I can be and all of that sort of a thing. And then someone's like, actually you're not. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Mm. That's that's your opinion. But I am, I know what I am. I know who I am. I know what I stand for. And Mm. just because you say that doesn't mean I'm going to have a freak out. Yeah. Or get challenged. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And get challenged offensive. And I think even recently there's been, I had a very, a very challenging conversation last week and there was a there was a moment in that conversation where most of all I was very grounded and in, in my truth and my body didn't have a response and it was like well oh, I'm 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 really good like this is going well and then there was a part where they said something and I was like oh actually where might that be true where might mm. their opinion and they're reflecting back to me maybe they're actually just reflecting back to something back to me to allow me to grow or to give me some perspective. And maybe there is some work for me to do around that. But 99% of it, I was like, no, like I, there's just uncertainty Yeah, that I need to, that I need to lean in and clear up. And, and that's my mm. job. But there was another part. I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Maybe there is actually something that I can take and just like sit with it and like marinate with it as to, Oh, actually I think there is some work for me to do there and, and how I'm presenting myself, but not from a place of guilt or shame, but from a place of curiosity that mm. I just get to, cause I could sit with that and go, Oh, actually fucking no, that's not, that's not, that's not it. But sometimes we can be very quick to dismiss those things. But at the end of the day, it's your choice whether you take it on or not, but you can still allow mm. yourself to sit with it and be like, okay, yeah, we actually made that be true because mm. sometimes it's just a blind spot isn't it and mm. you're not going to necessarily know it unless something or a situation or someone like projects that to you and you're like wow okay let's just take a minute get out of the ego and be like okay where might this be true even though we don't necessarily want to see it let's just actually sit in it and mm. ponder and <laughs> like think because yeah. it's like you can actually learn a lot from other people even if you don't like what they're saying mm-hmm yeah 
It's so cool. Where do you, where do you feel like has been something that really like you've learned a lot from like very like very much disagreeing with someone? Um, well, considering I'm still like at home, definitely my parents, mm. me and my dad will butt the heads. <laughs> we're, we're very similar, so we will we will yeah. butt the heads quite often. <laughs> um <laughs> but it's more so when like like I'll have a, an opinion on something of something I've learned and I'll be like, like he'll say something like, nope, it's this my way or the highway kind of vibe. Yeah. And then he'll be like, no, actually it's it, like, it's actually just this. And like part of me is always just like, like I try so hard to almost prove that he's wrong. I'm like, no, like it's this, like you can't possibly be right in that. But it's like, I'm only getting so worked up about it because I know he's fucking right and <laughs> he has all of this life experience and I'm like in my head I'm like wow that actually makes so much sense like that's really cool but then I'm, I'm like my little concept of self is like no you're still wrong <laughs> like you don't understand like both truths can exist and it's like oh yeah. no actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he's like no actually Amy you're you're being ridiculous like come on let's let's think it through I'm like yeah okay all right <laughs> yeah yeah Sometimes like, always like, okay, always challenged yeah, yeah always challenged and we love it um yeah. but that's the thing it's like challenges you're going to be your greatest teacher mm, yeah and then learning is the byproduct of it and that's great mm. yeah I love it but yeah I can't necessarily think of like a specific disagreement but I just find that from all of the little ones it's kind of like acknowledge it learn from it take what you need, move on from it. Mm. Like I'm kind of the person that doesn't necessarily sit with a lot of things in terms of like bringing it with me. Like I'll take the little things that I learn and then forget the whole situation, if that makes sense. Mm. Like just keep bringing on the little pieces that I'm like, wow, that's a really powerful thing to bring into next time and Mm. just roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Like I was explaining to a client the other day, about sometimes when you're explaining things you like come up with a metaphor and you're like fuck that's actually really good like I've never thought about that before <laughs> and I've been coaching for two and a half years and like what you said about taking that like powerful lesson and that powerful like that little puzzle piece out of like mm. whatever the experience is it's a thousand piece puzzle you just take the one that you're like okay this is my little golden nugget mm. and I take that one puzzle piece and sometimes you'll have like a like a flower garden puzzle piece sometimes you'll have like a face or whatever but you know those pictures that you you put all of like the pictures together and there could be like a thousand little pictures and then you zoom out and it creates a picture Mm. and I'm like that's fucking life legit that is life like you can't have like a very I said this my psychologist the other day I was like I don't think I came here to live a vanilla life like you can't (laughs) Margaret's like yeah but you can't have like vanilla you know one thousand piece vanilla puzzle another thousand piece vanilla puzzle another one take some very vanilla puzzle pieces from it you're going to end up with a very vanilla life not colorful mm-hmm. no fun and you haven't mm-hmm. really learned anything so it's just cool it's like a different perspective of like nothing's going to make sense until it does Nothing's mm-hmm. going to make sense until you take yourself off the hamster wheel and you sit back and you go, oh, everything's always working out for me in divine timing. Cool, Billy. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's, it's really cool because it is like 
you don't have to take the whole puzzle otherwise you're going to you'll be fucking you'll be the bag lady but you can take that one piece it's going to unlock so much for you and be really powerful yeah be powerful next time and even on that like so many people they just don't allow themselves to zoom out like where mm-hmm. aren't people allowing themselves to just zoom out and see the puzzle like just take a step back for a minute and try and see the whole picture mm. not just that tiny little square like don't don't put so much emotion and like pressure on that tiny little ass square put it in the puzzle take a step back and look mm. <laughs> Like yeah. look at the whole thing that's going on around you, not just yeah. that tiny little thing. Yeah. And it, especially not just at the start, but I feel like this was definitely where I learned my lesson around that is that because I was, you know, I felt like a beginner and I felt like a student that I felt like I couldn't yet step back and have a look at the whole picture. Whereas mm. even what, three years ago, I was like, I think I just started my business. Um, I, I didn't even start my business. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I was at a really toxic job. Like everything was kind of just like a fucking terrible time. Of course, all my own responsibility, but like growth. And even at that point, even at that point where I was kind of like having one of those, I'm in the arena and my face is covered with mud and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Moments. It was like, when I stepped back, when I took myself out of that, when I had, you know, done anything, it's that moment of going, oh, wow, I've already come so far. I've already learned so much about my life. I've already actually achieved quite a lot of things. And I found myself in certain different ways. Okay. What do I do now? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's big. It's like, the unknowing but also the knowing and trying mm. to figure that all out at the same time yeah, mm. yeah. it's co-creation of life <laughs> mm. it truly is <laughs> it's co-creation of life because there's only you can have a knowing but I, I had this vision about like what I've been wanting to step into was building my business and then working part-time somewhere else and I could never quite see what it was I, I knew the feeling I could tap into the visualization of the kind of kind of what I was doing but I couldn't there was some confusion around the thing and I was like I hate being confused I want to be certain but mm. I was like no this confusion this kind of space or or fogginess is really important because I'm not meant to know what this thing is I'm not meant to know yet and it was in the process of making small small and big actions and kind of figuring it out that it became a little bit clearer but it was a point of like if I knew what to do then like I would do it but if I don't know what to do then I'm gonna do everything else having clarity is so important and I'm like such a clarity like stickler like if you don't know what you're doing and who you are how you're gonna get anything like that it Mm. makes no sense which is important but to contradict that as well Sometimes you're actually not meant to know what's going to happen because you can only see up to here and what's actually meant for you is here. It's past your ceiling. And you have to trust that you're going to be the person that takes responsibility for what you can do and the clarity that you can have in your life. And if everything isn't quite landing, it's all working out, but you just can't see it yet. You've got to trust the other side of Mm co-creating your life with the universe, which is 
just maintaining immaculate vibes <laughs> and, and holding yourself and, and trusting and continuing to show up as the person you want to become. It's all going to mm. work out. And sometimes that will be very from clear, conscious, like, okay, I see this, I act, I do. And sometimes things are literally just going to fall out of the sky. Mm-hmm. And you're going to look so much wider for opportunities. If you're like, okay, I'm abundant, I'm abundant opportunities. Then you're not just going to, you can only currently see what your current opportunities are. But if you have no clarity in some parts, then you're going to look everywhere and cast in it even wider. And sometimes that's really important as well. Mm. And that all comes back to the puzzle piece analogy as well. Mm. Like if you're only looking at one picture, you can't see the whole thing. Yeah. And you don't allow other pieces to come in. Yeah. I'm looking at my like little, I had just did a puzzle. I gave up. I was like, no, fuck this. I was like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to, I was like, no, like I've said I'm going to do it. I like committed. And I was like, no, actually like I do have a lot better things to do. Like I'm, I'm, I'm giving up. This is one thing I'm like, yeah, concept of self, like, no, just fucking give up and puzzle. But it's like, okay, I have my visualization and I can see all of these things. But like, there's a one point in my life that I'm going to actually have everything that I've ever desired. That happened like a year ago. I had everything Mm. that I'd ever desired. And it's evident to me now that my visualization is going to happen. And once I have everything that I currently visualize and I desire, I've got to want other things and other things are going to come into my potential of reality that I've constructed in my own mind that I'll then be visualizing. So it's always like, I can only currently see what I can see and always trusting that there's always something bigger moving in the background as well. Yeah. We just got to trust it. Life happens for you. Yeah. It's moving. It (laughs) It fucking does. And every time I'm like, what is going on here? What detour are we taking that is not what I had visualized in my visualization meditation? Like, excuse me, but (laughs) it literally, it truly, yeah, literally like life does happen for you Mm. and always in divine timing and just Mm -hmm. like, yeah, years of wanting to rush that process. And it's good. I mean, there's ambition and and patience is is kind of like, it, it is a good thing. And when it's, expressed in a healthy way but yeah not wanting to rush anything anymore it's like the very very much heard this term and I'm like it's such like a buzzword but I'm like that that is it it's like big dreams slow living Mm. like you're actually creating space and presence to enjoy the things that you've dreamed about doing for your entire life and I'm Mm. like that is it and like don't skip ahead either like just enjoy enjoy what you've created and just keep creating yeah. it in that moment yeah truly it's like for this work and what I'm doing now I know that in like what 60 years time I'm going to be in the retirement home like coaching like the old biddies like that's literally like that is literally my life and so I'm like okay if I see that for myself in my life and what I'm here to do then like what's the rush mm. like what is actually exactly. the rush like a lot of people that I, it's so incredible that a lot of the people that I know that you and I look up to are normalizing these incredible levels of success and wealth and fulfillment and living your dream life at such an early age. But there's also a lot of people that had a midlife crisis rather than a quarter life crisis mm. and only became, only like started living their dream or, or doing what they truly wanted to do at like 40 or 50 
or 60. Mm. And it's just mm. like, okay, cool. Like, just take a second, step back. Like, you get to still be ambitious and move and act and all the stuff. It's just like, Courtney, like, you are able, mm-hmm. you have the awareness that you're working towards what you want at 27. And, like, how cool is that to know? Because like, I had a friend from work, she was like, it's really cool that you know what you want to do at such a young age. And I was like, yeah, reflection. I am still very, like, young in life. But it's just like some people don't actually know yeah. or figure out who they are until they're 40 or 50. And how blessed am I to do it now? Age is never the barrier. Like a lot of people, they will blame age for a reason that they can't do things. It's like that's actually not the barrier. It's yourself. Mm. Like there is so much time. Yeah. Yeah, one of my mentors, she's like, I don't believe in blocks. I'm like, what? You don't believe in blocks? (laughs) Cool. (laughs) But but sometimes she's like, okay, it's also she doesn't believe in blocks. She's like, yes, they like exist. But she's like, if I put more energy into believing about the block, then I can't see just like, you know, seeing something and acting. There's no block there. It's just seeing something, doing the work and then acting. Mm. Mm. Which I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Also true. <laughs> but yeah, the barrier is always ourself. We, we, we spend so much energy trying to move the fucking mountain and we're like, oh, I could just, you know, learn to hike and I could hike over the mountain. Mm. And if you need to bring something with you, build the fucking pulley system. Don't lug it up there. <laughs> yeah. Like just gets work smarter, not harder. <laughs> just like, oh, I want the mountain mm-hmm. to be over here. It's like, oh, just, yeah, literally yourself. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like the mountain is me. <laughs> the, the mountain to conquer is always myself. But yeah. <laughs> but it's fun. Literally. Yeah. It's fun. And you always it's good. Yeah. Like you, just just continue. Yeah. Just proceed to the root. Shit's gonna get fucked yep. up. And you're like, oh well. <laughs> just proceed to the root. I think that's yeah. My big I was saying this to my partner, I was like, this year I feel like it was me with my I feel like Dora the Explorer with my little backpack on and like really I just naive and just like walking into the scan. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna like fuck shit up and you know, create this huge business success and all this stuff. And then there was like some very much, um, you know, how Dora, she gets to like these, these challenges that she has to encounter. Mm. And I got to one of those and I was like, oh, fuck, that's going to slow down my journey. Like it's actually not that, not that it, going through hard things has to slow down your journey. But for me, I was like, well, I want to learn from this. I want to be present and mm. in, in this, in this challenge. And so I was like, did like those two or three things. And now on the other side, I'm like, okay. We're getting to the thing. Like we've, we've followed the map. We're at the end point now. But it's just having this moment of going, okay, this is where I wanted to be at this time of the year. And like, I'm not there. And that's actually okay. Because life happens for you and you're always going to learn things that you need to know. It's just sometimes it's going to take a little bit longer. And that's mm. and that's fine. And it can be like, you can be like, oh, okay, that's really sad. I really wanted to be here, but I'm not. And I still showed up and did my best. Mm, and allow that to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you're like, 
okay, if I ask myself, did I actually do everything that I possibly could with the energy that I had? Yeah. So that's mm. why I'm, so I'm like, it must be working out in divine timing because I've done my part for the co-creation. Like, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. And timing is, sometimes timing is the key in all of the. Mm. It's like luck, like opportunity versus opportunity meets the version of you that's ready to take up the opportunity like that's luck mm. mm-hmm. just and sometimes cool. you're just not ready yeah and sometimes it can be hard to see like oh actually just I wasn't ready I wanted it so bad but I wasn't ready mm. and that's, yeah. that's perfect it's okay it's all the things and you just gotta mm. look at the whole picture of the puzzle <laughs> yeah to zoom out yeah <laughs> yeah zoom out take yourself out like just look at your life yeah and just be like okay how can I just take five like five fucking minutes to just like sit with myself and go like okay you're doing good you've learned some stuff and we're gonna mm. proceed to the route yeah <laughs> listen to Siri yeah. she's going she'll take you <laughs> listen, listen to who Siri. Do you have Siri? You have Siri. Siri, yeah. Yeah, Siri. (laughs) She'll take you on the route. (laughs) I turned Siri off. I was like, no. I turned off. Her voice is annoying. I changed her accent. (laughs) I just kept saying things and she kept popping up and I was like, no, freaking me out. I've got to turn it off. No, my phone doesn't do that. Like, she's only like the voice on my um, my maps. And so I was like, you know what? I'm changing your accent. You're kind of annoying me. (laughs) Was it the Aussie one as well? I don't know what she was. <laughs> Just robotic. I don't know. I don't know. Regular Siri accent. I changed it. Um, she's a pom now. Yeah. No, she's <laughs> she's posh. She fancy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's oh. posh. She telling me my directions last night and she's like, tell me to turn left. I'm like, yep. <laughs> I have no idea where I am. I have no idea where I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And sometimes you like, hugged at any minute. No idea like, yeah. Sometimes you're like, I've just got to drop my ego and, and listen to someone <laughs> who's guiding me. Who knows where they're going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, yesterday it was Siri. Literally. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. I mean, that is such an incredible conversation. I feel like it was just. Like to reflect, it was just so anchored in like learning and always learning and not from the places of like, this is where you expect to learn or, you know, opening mm. your mind up to like where you can truly learn and grow and evolve and yeah, taking that acknowledgement in time. And yeah, like it just astounds me like you're so young and like you've just got such a wealth of knowledge and just like awareness and especially just coming out of a course, you're just like, I'm, I'm solid. I am. <laughs> but yeah this has it. been such a beautiful conversation thank you so much for thank coming you on for having me thank you for having me it's been amazing very You're much so enjoyed welcome. we'll definitely be staying staying tuned for all of the upcoming potty episodes we love yeah it. we have some very very exciting guests and solips coming up that's gonna be fun we love to see it
Artlist.io